Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Yeah, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen, TGIS. Happy Friday. Happy holiday weekend. Oh, man, I tell you, I, I'm so glad, although <laughs> I'm not getting any time off, but I, it's, it's, it's just kind of a, a mindset in terms of having a holiday weekend. And, you know, other stuff is going on. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping I'm not going to miss fireworks this year like I Unfortunately, did last year because I got T-boned. But New Year and, and half the year is gone. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh! So we are starting the second half of 2022 with my friend, my CEO, my tech producer, and just uh, just all around great person, the mighty mighty Princess Cooper. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? Good morning, Gretchen. I'm good. How about you? Uh, I am good. I'm good. I'm I'm just looking forward to just you know just uh, the, like I said, just a different atmosphere. Holiday weekends mm-hmm. kind of come with a different type of atmosphere, whether or not you still have to to do some work or whatever. Um, but uh, it, I'm I'm so I'm glad that that's here. It is just amazing to me how the first half of this year has just flown by, and I keep trying to pull the reins because I got so much to do uh, and not getting not getting enough of it done. But, uh, you mm-hmm. know, everything in God's time. How are you? I agree with you, Gretchen. The, the first half of the year is gone, and it, it has seemed to have flown by. And, um, you know, the weekend, our holiday weekend does bring on a di- different atmosphere. And I'm going to do a little bit of work, too, but I'm going to do it at my leisure and try to um, have a little bit of downtime, and I encourage the same thing for you. You you always tell me that I'm working all the time, but ladies and gem, gentlemen, listeners, she has her hands in a few things. I could name about five or six right now, but you know, it takes some time downtime. Um, self care just oh, yeah. going to the spa. Um, self care starts at home on a daily basis. You know, okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I understand that. You know, I do. You know, I talk about my mm-hmm. my weekly soak in the tub. I, I'm stocked up on my Doctor Teals, at least you know enough of it for now. And uh, uh, you know, I, I, I got to find find out if they're publicly traded because I think I need to do some investing other than just buying the product. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's a time where you know I'm gonna try my darndest to avoid some of that hustle and bustle in the stores because that's the thing that will kind of just <laughs> turn it kind of ugly, you know, because you get mm-hmm. frustrated with the long lines and, you know, some people just don't, um, people don't rationalize 
you know, and that's the thing with not just that, but a lot of things. People are just running on emotion and adrenaline days, it seems, and and people don't take a moment to kind of uh, rationalize and understand, uh, you know, things aren't perfect. They aren't going to be perfect. Um, Just make the best of this current situation and and be kind to other people. That's just that's kind of, I guess, what I would like to say about not only uh-huh. this weekend, but the rest of the year. Uh, it's, it's frustrating the way people just feel free to mistreat other people um, these days. Well, I, I, and I think that has continued to get um, worse and worse. And I think technology has a part in that and that it is um, given people who were introverts the avenue to communicate when they want to in a selective way and to also convey their disdain or negativity and be anonymous in doing so. Um, And I think that the leader of the free world at one point in time, Donald Trump, encouraged you say what you want when you want to say it any time and and anyhow. Um, And I think a lot of people have taken the lead for that. But I've always said that that line of decency seems to not have a line anymore. People just kind of say and do what they want. And their interaction in public um, is just taking a a line that that is is astonishing to me every time. So, um, but Gretchen, I can't tell you the last time I went to a mall. You know, I've been to... um, the outer skirts of the mall to the to the salon, which you know about, but um, to just to go shopping at a Macy's or or Nordstrom's or um, or Dillard's, um, I, I haven't. I can't say. As a matter of fact, I was at the mall the other day, and I was surprised. Um, this is since Easter that the mall doesn't open until eleven or twelve o'clock. In in the middle of a week, I, you know that that's amazing to me. But I do yeah, I that. I saw that um, since COVID it, that they did that. Mm-hmm. They were closing like mm-hmm. they were opening at eleven or twelve and closing like about seven or eight. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is what's up with that? You know, that's correct. Um, that's it. That's it. You know, well, you know, part of that has to do with um, not having enough people to work the shifts. Mm-hmm. So what happens we is have they can just that. that down to to one shift. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you're you're working, you're probably working that eleven to seven or whatever, and and that's it. There's no overlapping shifts. You know, there may be some part time stuff, but for the most part, there seem to have been condensing down to to one shift for hourly, and then of course, if you're salaried, <laughs> your shift isn't determined by the hours. Your shift is determined by which you know whatever however long the day is, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember I worked for Dillard's for many years, and either you were nine to five on my schedule, eleven to seven, or twelve to nine. Um, and if you were twelve to nine, you were the closer. But I have seen even the Dillard's here in Columbia, South Carolina, and some in Charlotte, where they have put the sign on the door: "We will be closed today due to lack of staffing." Um, and if you can't cover your store. <laughs> And, and run your business and then service the cust- the customers and give the provide a service to them then yeah close the doors and and that's what lack of staffing ha- has done well <laughs> i wasn't going to say anything and i probably shouldn't but i am um <laughs> so you know i have this little gig in the evening and i, I won't necessarily mention the name although we have before but anyway <laughs> there was an email 
and it was talking about um, the, those people who were going to be off on the 4th, and they said the corporate employees, okay, which usually means the 9 to fivers, the office workers, the white-collar workers and stuff like that. And uh, so it was like, we need, you know, we need you to take this time to, to rest and so forth, you know, stuff like that. And then they wanted to talk about how they were going to, in general, I'm paraphrasing, uh, they, they appreciated the people that were going to continue to hold down the fort <laughs> during the holiday. And I'm like, isn't that like perpetuating that us versus them mentality in terms of the haves and the have nots? You know, I, I was like, okay, you know, if you really cared about your employees getting rest, you would give all of them off, including the people that are selling your merchandise, having to deal with the returns of your merchandise, having to deal with the people that curse out, curse you out, um, you know, and, and you know the people who who just you know give you the. the I mean, and, and yeah, the you have the people holding down the fort, taking the brunt of all of that because you all don't hear that. You know, <laughs> you know they get it by way of one employee that tells a, a, another employee, and it goes up. And you know how that that's like having the the uh, the the play that that game playing phone with the the cup in the line, okay. By the time it gets, you know, to the other end or whatever, or you're you're passing messages down. By the time it gets to the other other end, it's diluted. You know, you don't get if you're at the other end, you don't get the whole concept of what's going on. So, <laughs> sorry, I guess I was venting a little bit, but um. Yeah, I, I, I believe, I think a lot of what should have happened um, is, like, go back to making, you know, Sundays a day off, like Chick-fil-A does, you know, like Hobby Lobby does, mm. where where everyone is guaranteed one day off during the week, if not any other, if not any other day, just one day. That way you don't have to worry about co- covering Sunday. And then you could maybe take the people that would probably work on Sunday maybe and, and, you know, put them on another day if they need it, you know, another day. Um, Well, you know, always um, told with that one, um, Gretchen, and and having Sundays off. And and I understand what you say about Chick-fil-A. And sometimes when I pull in Chick-fil-A on Sunday, I'm mad that they're off too. Um, And you mentioned Hobby Lobby. I refuse to go in another Hobby Lobby considering their stance with Donald Trump. Um, They're to Donald Trump and their money, their financial commitment to Donald Trump. But if you just look at it, you know, God said, take a day of rest and that, that let that be Sunday. Um, But and so I, I get, kind of go back and forth with it. I know that I use Sunday to work around the house, um, and I, I rarely take that whole day. But we do, um, those of us who are Christians who believe that we need to serve God, we do try to do that on Sundays. Um, and you're supposed to rest afterwards, but um, 
you know, I, I, like I said, I go back and forth with that. Well, I even say God even took a day off. Okay. And, and there's no no being more powerful or no, more capable, you know, or, or all-encompassing than God. If he took a day, goodness knows we should be taking a day because we don't have the capabilities that he has. You know, it's not in us. He did not make us that way. So we have to take some time to recharge the human batteries. Yeah, yeah, I I do agree with you. I do agree with you. Um, So um, I I do want to take the time on a couple of issues. I I think the the first one is to congratulate Katanjay Brown-Jackson. She was sworn in this morning. Um, So congratulations. There is an African-American woman who looks like us, looks like me, looks like Gretchen on the Supreme Mm -hmm. Court. And I wish her nothing but the best. Um, Just to see her loving family and the fact that not only was her husband and children there um, during the hearings, but also um, her parents and his parents and his twin brother. It was just amazing to see the melting part of America um, in her family and to see her be um, the, the, the shining star. Um, and mm-hmm. her wife, her, her her wife, her husband um, is a is a surgeon um, in in D.C. It's just an amazing journey for both of them, and congratulations to Kentonje Brown um, Jackson for sure. Um, and then I wanted to, oh, your your thoughts about that before I move on, because I had a couple of things I wanted to oh, talk about. Oh no, I'm I'm in total agreement, and I you know. Um, I, it put me in mind of something else, which I'll I'll talk about later. But um, yeah, I I think you know it's time that there's someone that says that hold up, wait a minute. Um, no, uh, you need to also include this perspective when you are making these decisions, um, because I don't think we, even though we had uh, uh, have a black person a person of color uh we have more than one but uh, we have had um <laughs> a person of color on the the bench you know i'm not i don't feel comfortable that certain views were were, were represented you know i actually believe that he, that that person may have been a mouthpiece for other people and <laughs> certain people in particular but um you know, so I, I, I you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see the uh, banter, the 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 back and forth in terms of uh, decisions and stances and, and um, you know, the, the writings of, of these justices, especially now since she is, has taken her place on, mm-hmm. on the bench. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It, it should be interesting. Um, I'm just interested. The, the thing that interested me is just like the timing in terms of all of these interesting decisions that were made recently. Uh, and then it's like, okay, here you go. <laughs> you know, it yeah. just, to me, it just the timing seemed a little interesting. So. Well, um, no, the timing didn't seem interesting to me only because I, I really follow the Supreme Court. Um, 
um, schedule. And considering that it was now leaning towards the right, um, Donald Trump um, had an opportunity to appoint three different um, Republican-leaning judges, and uh, we wanted Ruth um, gosh, um, Ginsburg to hang on, and she was not able to hang on, so that gave him a third. And they all um, at that point started, you know, gathering their time together and saying, okay, we have the, we have the majority now to, to do what we've been trying to do here for the past 20, 30 years, and that is strike down Roe v. Roe versus Wade. So, no, the, the timing, that's the – that was the schedule of the decisions in the Supreme Court justice, you know, um, and how then they are out for the rest of the summer. I knew she was going to be sworn in, in in July, but those decisions were coming no matter who the judge was going to be. They had, they already had the majority at that time, you know? So no, that, that didn't strike me as odd. I, I don't, I don't think so, but versus Wade is no more. And, they have now said that they have now given that right to the individual states. The other decision that it just kind of got blown by as far as I was concerned is the, the whole thing about uh, the, the prayer in the school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's like, well, wait a minute. Uh, why? I mean, I know that, and I'm not. I'm not belittling the decision about striking down Roe v. Wade. You know, it's that that's a very powerful and dynamic decision. It carries a lot of that decision carries a lot of weight um, mm-hmm. and a lot of emotion that goes along with it. But you know, and, and you know, I guess you you probably understand the reason that this kind of. Uh, matters to me because I've been saying, if you recall, for the longest about how these people uh, um, act out in these schools and these shootings and, and, you know, other types of things that go on in these schools and the lack of having some sort of moral compass. Um, And, uh, you know, I don't necessarily need them to pray in schools all the time, and I don't need them to teach religion so to speak. But when mm-hmm. you start talking about, for example, a school shooter and um, excuse me, when you start talking about a school shooter and you, you talk about, oh, well, it's all about the guns. No, it's all about the mental health. No, it's about this, that, and the other. No one mentions the fact that it has to do with um, maybe not having a, a moral a, a moral compass. You know? And I think... yeah. It is it is important when they start talking about what to and what not to teach in schools, you know, and they want to teach teach sex and they want to teach all kind of other things. What, just maybe teach something about moral or social responsibility, you know, if you yeah. want to call it something, you know, just you know, because I think that you know, because frankly, it does come down to. Uh, the Beatitudes, it does come down to uh, the commandments, you know, but to a degree. But if you don't want to call it, we're going to teach the Ten Commandments, and you don't want to call it, we're going to teach the Beatitudes, then say, okay, we're going to teach teach about, you know, having a a conscience, having, you know, a a set of, 
guidelines, if you want, you know, about moral responsibility and stuff like that. And because it, but it comes, it does come from that. But fine, call it whatever you want, but put it in there because that's a component too. It's not all just about mental health. It's about spiritual well-being. Okay, and and there is, you know, people want to lump lump it together, but there there is a difference. Okay. And it's about, yes, the person needs to be mentally, you know, healthy and focused and stuff like that. But the spirit needs to be healthy as well. Um, Learning how to relate to other people, learning how to value the life of another person and your own life. I mean, these are the things that need to be taught because when you're taught these type of things, then you don't, let's say, if, if you're a male, you don't disrespect the female. If you're a female, you don't disrespect the male. So that whole thing about uh, teaching uh, about sex and how to deal with each other, um, some of that gets diminished because of the fact that you, you know, if you have, uh, you know, the right moral compass and everything, you know, there's a way you approach um, a young lady or a young gentleman, and there's certain things that you don't approach every young lady and every young gentleman about um, when it comes to sex. You know, sex is contextualized, you know, at that point. And it should be. There there should be a context. Um, You know, it it shouldn't be just a free-for-all. There's a lot to unpack in that one, Gretchen. (laughs) What I will say... I think there are a lot of teachers out there who really do their best to to impart on students. And I think there is a select few that are just trying to make it through the day um, and could mm-hmm. care less, okay, either I teach and you get it, but there is no extra effort. But I do think that there is enough out there that is trying to make a difference. And then let's say that they have taught it. Um, is it reinforced at home? It, you know, I think we put so much on teachers, but I really feel mm-hmm. the ultimate, the, the, it, it really starts at home. Um, and my mother was my sixth grade teacher, but I got more lessons at that house than I did um, at, 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 at school. And then mm-hmm. when I was not her student in, in other classes, um, it was understood that, Whatever the teacher said is what is what we're going to go with. I'm just not mm-hmm. going to take, you know, the word of, of a 12-year-old or whatever. Um, and, yeah, you know, but I think the, the, the way that prayer in school came back, um, I, I, I don't know if that's the way we wanted it. You know, this just happened to be a coach that was – praying in the middle on the 50-yard line after a football game and Mm -hmm. uh, with his players and other players. And um, the school and the school board said, hey, you have to stop. And he said, no, I should be able to do that on my own time Mm -hmm. after a game, you know, and it Mm -hmm. went all the way to the Supreme Court, and he did not let it go. They did eventually fire him and let him go, and he moved to Florida. But um, Mm – the Supreme Court ruled that even as a representative of the school board in that school, you should be allowed to exercise your your religion, you know. So mm-hmm. now basically 
um, prayer is back in school. And I thought that that was a bipartisan vote. Um, there were Democrats and uh, Republicans who voted for for that, but somehow it got misconstrued that that is a a right-wing conservative vote that, okay, we now have prayer back in school. And I was thinking to myself, I know plenty of people, liberals and conservatives, I don't know how right-wing Republican it is to say we want prayer in I don't school. understand that either. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, hold it. <laughs> you know, even some of the, <laughs> the wildest people that you know, they they – even some of the, for example, a lot of artists that you see, you know, musicians and stuff, you see some of the wildest ones that you know of, when they're giving their acceptance speech at the Grammys, a lot of them are thanking God, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a matter of, of you, you, you can't make that uh, decision. You can't pigeonhole God like that, you know. It, it's, it's, uh, uh, there are more people than you know. And some people may not admit that they pray or, or whatever they do, their practices in terms of um, honoring God or whoever they honor, because they're afraid they're going to get chastised or they're going to get bullied or whatever the case may be. There's a lot more people than you know. And you, because of this decision, I think you've freed up a lot of people to kind of, you know, be able to give, give a sigh of relief and, and say, thank God in public. <laughs> Verbally, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think that so. I, I, I don't think that that was ever. Thank God was done in public and at schools, but to say let's bow in prayer, or let's have a moment of silence, or let's you know, um, mm-hmm. e- evoke God's presence. I, I thought that was taboo. And you know, over the years, twenty, thirty years, we've all been saying, well, if they put prayer back in school, some of this wouldn't happen. Well, let's see. It's here. But um, I I don't have much moral faith in the generation behind us, or maybe even that generation. Maybe it's the grandkids. Um, um, There's a lot to be said for decency, and I I don't know where we got off track, but we're off track for sure. Um, I know know where we got off track. When we started... Uh, I would say probably after the 60s. I don't know. But I I think we got off track when we had this, what they call the me generation, where, Hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, I I think that whole thing with that me generation and I'm going to do, you know, what I want to do and and, and pretty much everybody else be, you know what, um, I think that's where we got off track. You know, because people, I think, got confused. Uh, mm. between being self-caring and selfish, okay? Mm. I think that whole thing just generated a lot of selfishness. Um, you know, my, you know, I was a very, 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 very insecure child, um, very. Mm. Um, and so, you know, because and and then at the same because you have to learn how to strike a balance. So, you know, my fear in terms of just trying, I guess, in my journey of self discovery as I was getting older, was how do you, you know, take care of yourself, protect yourself, protect your feelings, protect whatever it is, um, and, and be you without being offensive or or being rude or cruel to anyone else 
So it's a, it's a matter, I, I think we did not make that transition or we just made that mistake in saying, you know, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to just worry about me. I think we took it in terms of being selfish rather than self-caring um, and, and making sure that we were all right mentally, physically, spiritually, and everything else. Because I think that's really what should have happened. We should have learned how to how to take care of ourselves and be our best selves and not necessarily just um, uh, do what we want, when we want, how we want, and everybody else, um, <laughs> we don't care. Um, and I think that's what happened, in my opinion. Well, um, and it may be, but I can tell you, and, and, and I said I don't have much faith in the generation after us or after us, but the people that are calling your customer service line during the week, during the time that you oh. are online, they, they are as fully grown as we are and just yes. as ugly and nasty as they want to be, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that to me is just crazy. That to me is just yeah, there, there are there are some people, yeah, our same age, and like I said, I think a lot of it has to do uh, with uh, a lot of people said because I I had especially my mom very strict, you know, very old school. No, you're not gonna you're not gonna walk out that door dressed like that. You're not gonna you know hang around with people like that. You're not you are going to do this and you're not going to do that. And so I remember I remember even saying to myself, I'm not going to be that when I grow up. I'm not going to treat my kids like that. Um, And then I find myself I found myself one day on the phone uh, at the dorm and I was saying something. I forget who I was talking to or whatever, but I heard I was saying something and I heard my mother speaking. Because I was saying, <laughs> where did that come from? Um, but, you know, and, and so and that's part of that. What was it? Teach a child the way they should, they should go, and, and they won't part from it. And I'm paraphrasing again, but um, you know, it's, there's some things that whatever we did not like at the time as children were very beneficial. As, as adults, and we learned from them, so, and you uh, adopted some of them in terms of um, how you uh, handled your life, unless you were one of those people that just, you know, had there, maybe there were some other issues and you just absolutely hated the people that, that brought you up, you know, and just deliberately went to the other extreme. And so that may have been an issue. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, let's take a quick break here. I am here with my friend Princess Cooper, and she is the CEO of Never Had It So Good Entertainment. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. 
That's Anderson & Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us. Today we begin the second half of 2022. We celebrate our independence as a country this weekend. Also, something I was reading, July is National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, I guess it kind of piggybacks on some of what I was talking about a little bit. Um, it's, it's interesting that we have that month. And in a way, that's good because we, are, we especially as African Americans, have never been all that open in terms of talking about uh, mental health. You know, there's an issue, there's a problem if you're talking about that. But so I'm glad it's there. But it's interesting to me, though, when you look at, let's say, the school shootings and stuff like that, it's not usually us. Well, Gretchen, um, I think, hold on just a moment and make sure we're here. Yeah, I I thought I had it on mute. I I think... I, it, it concerns me that we 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 have July as um, uh, mental health for for African Americans because I think we're one of the we we're, we're our culture needs it every day and it's a shame mm-hmm. that it's been taboo within our culture to even bring it up you know and we mm-hmm. we've all heard things growing up um, you know my mother um, her siblings and my grandmothers on both sides they just would say okay well you know she's special or he's special or they have issues <laughs> which in invoking that and talking about it now it makes you laugh <laughs> but uh, I, I just say there's something that we probably should have been focusing on and giving more credence to a long time ago well I, I just my thing is I think there's just so many components when we talk about mental health because no one talks about chemical imbalances and dietary uh, needs and, and stuff like that. Um, we, I, we, and we sometimes uh, as African-Americans don't take the best care of ourselves. You know, it's too hard. It's too regimented. It's, it's too expensive or, or whatever, but I mean, some of the basics we we don't do, you know, because we picked up bad habits from slavery, and we just continued some of those bad habits in terms of how we cook and what we eat, you know. Um, and some things are good. Some, um, and, and hey, I. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I, I can eat oxtails all day long, all night long, and stuff like that. But I don't. You know, it's a uh, especially now because uh, I mean, goodness gracious, the cost of it has gone up so much. But it's it's a special occasion, or it's an every now and then thing. You know, and and but you will catch me eating probably a salad more often than you catch me eating the oxtails because I know that. The, you know, I need to, you know, watch my calories. I need to watch, you know, make sure that I'm getting um, ample nutrients from my food and stuff like that. And and, and there are some things that, that are lacking in a, in a salad, too. And you can also abuse a salad by putting too much junk on it, you know. But I think it's, it's a matter of, okay, if this person is having an issue, 
is it what what exactly is it is it something that's societal is it something that's physical or physio- physiological um that's causing the issue is it something that can be rectified uh, by diet or by environment or whatever the case may be, or is it something that just, you know, ha- can't be dealt with in those realms and has to be dealt with with medication or um, a controlled environment? You know, it does need to be talked about. I, I personally, it's in my family. I I have issues now that I want to have some – I mean, I don't personally have issues right now, but what I'm saying is because of the issues in my family, I want to talk to someone to have them address to see, do I need to be on the lookout for certain things? Because mm-hmm. there, there have been issues on both sides of my family. My grandmother you, – you've heard of uh, Chattahoochee, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Chattahoochee? Oh, yeah. You're from Florida. Okay. Mm-hmm. My grandmother – was up in Chattahoochee. Okay. Um, I only saw her a few times when I was growing up. She died when I was very young. Um, And then, you know, my mother ended up with, with dementia. So, you know, I'm looking at that line coming down and I'm like, Hmm, do I, is there something that I need to do? Um, Is, is this, is, are there some genetics involved in this? What's actually involved? Do I have something to be, be concerned about? Yeah. You know? So, and then, like I said, I've, I have stuff on both sides of of my family. I, you know, uh, one of my uncles had some um, issues as well. So I said, okay, is are, is are there genetic markers? Can can there be genetic testing? Should we have some sort of genetic testing? And then the fear outside of that is can those genetic tests be used against you? (laughs) You know, um, I think every family, um, and maybe some some families more often than not, and so I, I do think that we need to investigate our lineage. I do think we need to investigate um, our family and see, you know, what are some of the trends, you know, whether it's heart disease or breast cancer or, or um, you know, those issues where we um, have some mental challenges, um, you know, or Alzheimer's. Those things are, are, are there, and, and you're right. If it's that close to, you know, um, in your generation or in your mother or your grandmother, that's something you need to type of look out for and, you know. Um, but the days of ignoring and pretending like it ain't, it's not there, I, I think that's over, isn't it? I hope so. I, I, I truly do. Um uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you know people are, are feeling a little freer now to to address it, uh, but I think I, you know there's still that fear of being shunned, or there's still that uh, desire by some people who are not as necessarily as forward thinking as they should be to categorize people to put them over there somewhere. Um, I, I, I hope we can get past that. I hope that, that you know, that that's going away. 
Well, now, Gretchen, I think there's like there's different levels of everything. I think there's different levels of that, and there mm-hmm. I think there is a place for um, mental hospitals. Um, you know, I and and I don't want to minimize this or even make jokes of it, but if there is someone that's constantly around me and say they see dead people, I I want to move around. And I think they need to to get some help, or if they, you know, there there are different levels of um, mental mm-hmm. mental stability, and um, mm-hmm. I, I think we need to be cognizant of that for sure. And it does, and it does need to be properly diagnosed and, and properly treated. You know, I, the thing that I hate now is how they want to jump in and say a lot of the people who are homeless are mentally ill. You know. A lot of people who are homeless, some of them may be mentally ill. Some of them may just be suffering from a poor diet and dehydration and some other things that come with being homeless, you know, poor health care hmm. in general. Okay. Because if yeah, you took and them, I think homeless – I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Gretchen. I think no, homeless okay. is more than just mental health. I, I, I said to anybody – Ninety um, percent of us are a couple of paychecks from being homeless or from being in in financial trouble. Um, a lot of us right. live um, live for the first and or the first through the fifth, and then you know the first through the fifth, and we we pay bills. And by the twentieth, um, there's more month left than than money. Mm-hmm. And if you get into some type of um, financial bond. Then you know you you lose your home or you lose your whatever, and then you you're you're living, especially women who go through that transition when something is happening with the husband or he's abusive and she takes the children and they go to a shelter. Da da da. da. It's a long road. It's a long road back, and that road mm-hmm. sometimes challenges your mind and puts you in a different place. So, um, I but I think it's more than just our. I think the journey of life is not for the weak, for sure. And we all better be prepared for the ups and downs. So I I want to switch over to a lighter note because I, I want to talk about this is this is a month that uh, <laughs> we tend to eat badly. We we grill a lot. We eat a lot of stuff that we probably shouldn't eat, and we um, not just on the grill, but. Um, even out of the freezer, it is National Ice Cream Month. I, I, it just, it just makes my tongue happy just saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I would like though, one and because I and I know I've had relatives in the past that have done it. I don't know if anybody does it anymore. I would like to learn how to make my own ice cream. Uh, and I think I have an old ice cream maker from that my parents used to have, but I've not used it. And I keep saying, you know, when they keep talking about this, that, and the other gets uh, expensive or whatever, and and I think about not only is it more expensive, sometimes you're paying a lot more for something that you really don't want, you know. Mm -hmm. Let me get get my ice cream maker. Let me learn how to make ice cream. Let me make up my own flavors, things that I might like, you know. Do you have a favorite flavor? Do you eat ice cream? Um, I am a vanilla, vanilla bean ice cream, and Publix used to have one that I was completely in love with, and they changed the um, the ingredients, and, and that changed it for me. But um, mm. I am a Cold Stone Creamery um, oh, lover, yeah. and, 
And we have talked I, about I that actually, too. <laughs> yeah, I've actually yes. worked there, and um, and um, so gosh, in, in the my my favorite one, the vanilla one, which they call gosh, I don't know, I can't remember what they call it now, but anyway, that and strawberry um, mm-hmm. are my favorite. So, um, but. Um, Making ice cream at home was was a staple, and in my parents' house, my mother used to do it every Sunday or every other weekend, oh, but mostly wow. every Sunday. But I never ate mm. it. I thought it was way too sweet. I never. I don't. Mm. I don't. If you are using the the evaporated condensed sweetened condensed condensed milk, <laughs> um, yes. yeah, that's some sweet yeah. stuff. But it was always too sweet, and she would all. My brothers loved it. Um, and mm-hmm. she would also say, hey, you want to lick the dash here once you pull it out? And she was faithful in that, and even different, um, 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 you know, flavors. So I've never thought to do it. You know, Reverend Robinson said he loved it, and, you know, um, and, and I think Bluebell is probably the closest that comes to it now, and I think that's really too sweet. I don't I don't eat Bluebell, and he loves Bluebell, but it has that sweet kind of homemade, um, you know, at-home taste to it, but... Uh, but now, I'm a Ben and Jerry's fan, and that was one of my highlights in going to Key West at one time. They had a Ben and Jerry's stand there, um, and I thought that was the neatest thing, and I sat there and tasted everything imagined. Um, but, um, you know, vanilla. I, I'm a, um, Sweet cream is the one at, at, at Cold Stone, um, but oh, I yeah. just plain old, old vanilla, and I don't need a whole lot mixed in um, for sure. And I love ice cream every day, and um, I have to be be careful with that. But I love ice cream. I didn't know it was National Ice Cream Month. I know that July on July 30th, which is my birthday, is National Cheesecake Day, and that's always a favorite day for me oh. because Cheesecake Factory has buy mm-hmm. one get one free or buy one whatever. So I oh, always gosh. make that I'm up. Have to get on there uh, thing for the Definitely. weekend. Weekend for sure. And I think Sunday. I think it's, they said Sunday, July 17th. Of this mm-hmm. year is National Ice Cream Day. Okay, uh, okay. Well, I, I will make it a point admitted, to eat ice cream on National Ice Cream Day. <laughs> I am an admitted chocoholic. Okay, mm-hmm. so pretty much anything with chocolate. But I love Rocky Road. If I if I can, you know, if it's a store bought, I love Rocky Road. If it is mm-hmm. Cold Stone, as we both have professed to love, I like their. German chocolate cake. <laughs> that's, that's my jam. I love the German chocolate cake ice cream at Cold Stone. Uh, oh, I wow. love the chocolate. Uh, yes, I am I am so into that. Um, it, it, and it caught me when I first just heard the name. And I had, first of all, it's not necessarily spelled that way. They run it together, and I had, had to kind of decide. I'm like, what is that? And I, when I realized mm-hmm. what it was, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to try that. Because my mom used to make me German chocolate cake for my birthdays. So... You know, so the name caught me right away, but, oh, that is some good ice cream there, some um, German chocolate cake ice cream. Well, I'm going to have to try it. Um, or Rocky Road. Um, I don't know, because you're you're vanilla. It may, it may yeah, throw you off. I'm not. Now, there used to be a certain time of the month where I would like a brownie with chocolate ice cream and chocolate syrup on, on top, but, but I've I've kind of grown out of that certain time of the month anyway um but you know i used to and i love chocolate 
candy. I am a big, just Hershey's milk chocolate or fine chocolate. There are a couple of places in D.C. I'd love to get it from chocolatiers. So, but I don't like chocolate cake per se, um, chocolate icing oh. or, you know, or, or Rocky Rolls. The fact that the Rocky Rolls indicates to me it's not only the ice cream, but there's marshmallows in it and other stuff. And right. I don't particularly care for all those textures in my ice cream. So Ah, see, I like the mm-hmm. textures. I, I do. Yeah. I like nuts in my ice cream. I, I do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, and, you know, um, it has some coconut in it and stuff like that. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I, I love the different textures. I do, um, you know, I like the crunch. I like the way, you know, they roll off my tongue and everything. And, you know, sometimes oh, yeah. the coconut will get stuck in my teeth. But I, I do. I, I love it. And, the, it's the, and when you talk about texture, that's part of the draw with Cold Stone is the creaminess to me of the mm-hmm. ice cream. I, I, I have always hated ice cream that tasted like it was watered down. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't do oh, anything yeah. for me. It just aggravates me. It just upsets me. Um, like I said, yeah, I've so. made Cold Stone ice cream, every flavor of it. And they mm-hmm. start with a very, very good expensive cream, and they build on that. And um, and I, that was always just an amazing process in, in to, to be able to, to taste it coming right out of the machine and to have uh-huh. it in big hands and um and to see it frozen and to know how much you had to make of each flavor for the day depending on the trends but yeah you know and we had all of the kind of candy and brownies and chocolate syrup in there because people came in and they want to build on the ice cream they just didn't want the ice cream they wanted the the textures um in there um but i'm just not a lot of textures in my ice cream now but I must say I love a German chocolate cake, and that has nothing but textures with the coconut, mm. with the pecans. And, and so mm. I love that. I just don't particularly care for it um, in ice cream. But if 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 anybody says they want ice cream um, and they're visiting us and, you know, I make sure and go get or take them to that experience, especially if they've never been mm-hmm. to one. Um, and, and John always goes a lot of times and gets ice cream from me and just say, hey, I got that expensive ice cream for you. And and I always say the same thing. If it's what you want, I think price is no object. <laughs> if it's really what you so, want. So the Food Channel has their take on the top 10 most popular ice cream flavors for 2022. Okay. Uh-huh. Number Number 10 is dark chocolate ice cream. Nine is caramel ice cream. Eight is toffee ice cream. Seven is banana ice cream. Six is Neapolitan ice cream, which I used to misspell all, mispronounce all the time when I was a kid, but that's what we always got. Um, <laughs> buttered pecan ice cream, cookie dough ice cream, mint chocolate chip ice cream, vanilla ice cream, and number one is chocolate ice cream. So they kind of look the they, chocolate they is stuck first. to the basics, huh? I'm, that amazes me. Number one is chocolate. Um, I, I think chocolate is so dominating, which in a lot of ways I love because of what that says about our culture. But I think it's such a dominant taste that mm-hmm. um, even if you had Neapolitan, the chocolate takes over, and I want and I want to be able to taste my my vanilla. So, but that you know that's <laughs> the world. I think the world is in love with chocolate. 
Yeah. Now, I mean, it's hard to say, and they don't have the percentages. They, for some reason, um, on this, put the um, favorite ice cream flavors back in 2008, and vanilla was um, dominant. Uh, It was number one with 29%, and then next was chocolate, but it was like 8.9% of, Hmm. I guess, the people who, who they interviewed. And down at the bottom... Number ten on on this one in two thousand eight, which didn't even make the list. That I I like it is uh, praline pecan. Yeah, you know. yeah. So, yeah, that needs to stay at yeah. the bottom. All like I said, anything you mentioned, toffee mm-hmm. and all that. I don't I don't want any textures in my ice cream. And I used to love butter pecan, but um, I'm glad I graduated out of butter pecan. Well, I, I thought that was such a um, well. Now of well, the ones that they. <laughs> The ones that they listed for this year, though, they don't really have a lot of texture. It's like, well, I mean, maybe a few, but most of them, they're flavored ice cream, with the exception of mint chocolate chip. Obviously, you got to put chocolate chips in there. Butter pecan, you got to put pecans in it. Um, mm-hmm. Cookie dough, I'm not really sure. And, and I've been tempted to try it, but part of me just says no, because I, I, I just feel like if they don't want you to eat cookie dough when you are baking, why would you eat it in your ice cream? Sorry. Bingo. So I, I just have, every time I get tempted to go there, I pull myself back from the brink and say, no, I'm not trying to get sick. So, and it could, yeah, I could be wrong, but anyway. But I no, think cookie, too, cookie, raw cookie dough has raw eggs in it. And, you know, if you're yeah. willing to try that, so I'm not. So I think there were some other ones, and like I said, it kind of goes with what we usually um, do. I'm trying to, because I, I, I pulled this up before some time ago. Um, Nash, I think it's National, yep, it's National Hot Dog Month or something, mm-hmm. um, because, and National Hot Dog Day is July 20th. So I guess you go get the ice cream on Sunday, and a few days later you go and get your, your hot dog or, you know, I mean, it, me personally, I like uh, chili dogs. Um uh, the last Thursday in July is National T- Chili Dog Day, um, uh-huh. so uh, yeah, I'll I'll be because I love a good chili dog, I really do. So yeah, there's um, a National Coffee Milkshake Day in in July, um, National Blueberry Muffin Day in July, um, and um, National Hire Veteran Day in July, which I thought was interesting too. Um, I have to do this for some of my, my social media clients um, and kind of pick out the ones that are pertinent to what she does. But um, yeah, there's some, um, and I always notice that. I always go into the calendars and see. Um, I think National mm-hmm. Parents Day is in July too. I, I didn't put that one down. But National Parents Day. I thought Day either that or Grandparents Day. I don't know why I thought. No, Grandparents Day is in that September. Grandparents is June. Is where? Mm-hmm. No, September. Grandparents Day is in June. In, se- in September. Mm-hmm. September. Yeah. Well, the yeah. thing that I thought, I thought this was going to be National Barbecue Month, but apparently National Barbecue Month is in May. And I, I'm like, mm. how does that happen in May? <laughs> July is well, National Grilling Month, though. So it's like anything you can grill, July 5th is National Fried Chicken Day. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so right after you get your grill on, you need to go and get your, uh, you need to fry some chicken or hit up what your favorite uh, fried chicken joint. 
Listen, I don't need any of it. Now, that's the one thing during the pandemic I have well, you don't done, need and that is eat, <laughs> is eat everything that I've wanted to eat. Um, again, my only concern with Columbia, South Carolina, is, is that it's not like Florida. It doesn't have um, blue crabs or places to go get uh, blue crabs on every corner. Um, we used to be able to go and, and get them and not get those that look like they're very small, but those um, that are as big as your hand or bigger. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, but that that's just the personal uh, um, grievance well, that, that I have right there. Well, they um, actually, at one point, blue crabs were kind of hard to find because, they, you know, they had gotten so popular, they kind of got, I guess you could say, fished out a bit for a while. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, you know, prices have gone up on them and, and they're a lot smaller. And you really have to work with a blue crab. <laughs> they're good. I could care really less about work the work. Them. I love that taste. I love yeah, my mom taste. loved them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, July is supposed to be National Culinary Arts Month. So, great time to go take a cooking class or two, you know, or, you know, couples, they can do a couples cooking class or, you know, um, you want to get together and do something fun like that. Uh, you know, good time to, to, you know, hone your skills. Mm-hmm. With that too. Amen. So, wow. Yeah. Well, Gretchen, so we've had ourselves a, a, a good show. Wow. Wow, yes. I didn't get to um, I didn't get to the one. We'll have to do that another time. Well, there's a couple um, ball player that came from the Houston Texans. Now with the Cleveland Browns, who um, had 24 um, uh, foul civil suits filed against him. They tried criminal court, and he was absolved of that. But they have said oh. he had 66 different 66 different women in 17 months um, at the complex supposedly having a massage but there was other things so um oh. we need to have that conversation about Ooh, Deshaun yes. Watson <laughs> mm. yes we do yes, I bet you Reggie knows I bet you Reggie knows uh, I, he probably does I don't know you know because some of that stuff he you know he he tunes out and some of that stuff he you know he listens to um okay. you said there were a couple of things what's the other thing the other thing was the um the the warrant for arrest for a woman um, was found in the basement of Mississippi on the Emmett Till case. Um, the warrant for her arrest was found not too long ago, um, just down there in a dusty box. So they never arrested this lady who was linked to the murder of Emmett Till. Um, the oh lady is still alive in, in, in the state of North Carolina 70 years later. She's still alive. And they want the Emmett Till family wants her arrested. They want that that arrest warrant served. So, um, and that mm. came out last night or today. So, um, oh God! But yeah, you we got to do another yeah. show, Gretchen, to talk about yes, that in 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 the the hearings, the January sixth hearings. We just need to do a show on that for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, you, me, and, and I'm thinking about one other person. You might know who I'm thinking about. So. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're away, oh, yeah. but um, when they get back, let's snag them up. So, okay. Anyway, thank you, Miss Princess. Have a wonderful holiday weekend. Thanks again. Okay, you too. You too. 
And thank you all for listening. Be well, be safe, be blessed. Don't overindulge this weekend or this month, but, you know, just celebrate and enjoy your loved ones. This has been G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. And please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.